It's that time. I uh, want to do my first solo podcast and see how it goes. And I'm already uncomfortable. I hate it when a table is at the height where when I lift my arms to put it up, put up, put them up, <laughs> I, shr- I have to shrug. I feel like I'm shrugging my traps, and I'm right here the whole time, and I'm just like, I'm getting angry. This is just a position of anger, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, you just. This is like a position you're in, like if you see a Joe a Joe Pesci movie, and this is like, ha huh, ha. Huh, so I'm funny, huh? It's like he's got small shoulders to begin with, and then he raises them just a little bit, and it's just like, hmm, well, you think I'm funny? Funny how? Funny, huh? Huh? What do you mean by funny? And he's about to shoot you in the head or stab you in the eye. And this is kind of how I, this is what I feel right now. So it's a great way to uh, just ride into this first podcast. <laughs> Oh, and the other thing, the, good, the other good thing about this podcast is I'm actually recording it because I did a podcast with my buddy Matt the other day, and we got real sensitive, and I didn't record it. Probably a good thing. Started talking about some real touchy stuff, not touchy like stop Asian hate, which is not touchy, but you know, see, I brought it up. Now it's touchy. Now people are going to be like, oh, he should have, he should have been nicer when he brought up randomly. Stop Asian hate. You know how um, sometimes you get so frustrated. Like, you know when you're dating somebody and you get so frustrated at that person and then they get so frustrated at you and you guys are just going at each other's throats and maybe not at each other's throats, but like you're just, you're getting the most emotional that you can get and you just revert into this child that you were, and you're not going to admit that that this is the child you, because you're an adult. I'm a 32-year-old male, and I don't act like a child. If I had a sound effect for crickets and some cicadas, I would definitely put that in right there. But... uh I don't even know why I was talking about being so angry. Oh, yeah, that position here. So I, I just have to sit here like a Buddhist monk, um, just arming, and I'll be fine. I need to get a uh, a desk that's a little shorter. Here, the, here's, the, here's my problem in life. I got a short torso. You know how people can move side to side? Like, this is as far as I can go. Well, I'm, I'm moving my T-spine, but if I went side to side, like... Like, I got a limited range of motion because I have no space between my lowest rib and my hip bone. No space. I ain't got no space, man. (laughs) What if I just went into a rant? You don't know what it's like, man. I never had space. You get to move freely amongst your friends. You went to prom and you could dance. I could only move my feet and my hands. My hips did not move. They were locked in place. And it followed me for the rest of my life. And the first time I slept with a woman, I had 
to make her jump on top of me. Because I cannot fulfill. <laughs> you see where this is going. I should have stopped it maybe 15 seconds ago, but that's kind of what a solo podcast is. You just kind of go in on a gut feeling and you ride that wave even when you feel like that wave is crashing. And you're like, nah, what's the what's the worst that could happen? I say stop Asian hate <laughs> and not be sensitive enough about it? Man, Asian hate. A lot of the slogans nowadays are just kind of like, yeah, huh. Nothing mind-blowing, you know. Nothing revolutionary. It's just kind of like common sense stuff. Black lives matter. Hmm. Yeah. Stop Asian hate. For sure. Um, vegans are people. Yeah. Maybe not that one. <laughs> I've got vegan friends, so I can say that. Okay? Don't judge me. This is a judge-free zone. I feel like my solo podcast should be called Judge-Free. Or freely judge because I'm just throwing shit I'm throwing shit at you and I'm expecting some flagrant uh, fouls Um, so throw some shit back I here's the thing I started posting on TikTok and I've got so many funny uh, I've got so many funny ideas for comments to my own posts and since I'm a nobody and nobody's posting on my stuff see I feel like I'm I'm at a war table and I'm about to, you know, decide on which which road we're going to put the tanks on and then from which angle we're going to drop the bombs and send the airplanes down. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, uh, dang, I lost my new... I was like, man, if I go off on this bunny hole, this bunny trail, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose what I was thinking about and I did. So, I have no idea what I was talking about. But uh, that's what a podcast is. I keep saying that. Is it? Oh, no. That's what insanity is. When you keep losing your train of thought, you look like Kanye, Cody. Stop. (laughs) You're looking like Kanye. You know you have a good friend when they pull you aside and they say, especially at work, after you've given a presentation or you've talked to people and stuff. I'm a trainer. So by trade. Right? People don't say that anymore. By trade or by day, I am a trainer. Um, but uh, you, you get this whole speech. A real friend is that is that person that can come up to you and be like, hey, slow down just a little bit. Maybe take a break because you sound like Kanye. But when you get in that flow and you're just going, it's just kind of like, you know, what can I... 
What's, I'm just trying to express myself, man. Just let me talk. I've got a lot going on up here, okay? Okay? I train uh, all kinds of people, young, old. I hate when I'm old. And to an 18-year-old, I'm old, right? But to me, I'm not old. Some days. Some days, after sleeping on the floor because my back's so bad and I get up and it's still bad, I'm like, old. Um, or seasoned. Seasoned and crackly. Just a little crackly. Um, I hope that this is like, you probably can't even see my face, really. I need to do, yeah, there we go. Cool. Because this is, this is more of a vanity thing for me. Because I'm so attractive. Um, I really, honestly, I just do these podcasts so that I can go back and watch myself in the editing process. That's really it. I just sit there and I'm just like, I watch the episode like 40 times in a row. Just smiling. Sometimes I'm, I'm eating popcorn. Sometimes I even cry. And I'm like, you nailed it. You nailed it. Sometimes I think about, um, I used to think about when I was like really into acting and thinking about acting. I think every actor does this. They think about like their Academy Award winning speech. Mine was so, it was, whatever your, your, your version of your Academy Award winning speech is, is how much of a narcissism, a narcissist you are. Or whatever little thing in your life that you're competing for or dedicating your life to. If you're uh, an, an MMA fighter and it's like your speech um, post-fight after you win the UFC championship, right? Whatever that speech is, dissect that thing and be like, like approach it like your English professor would. You know, like, hey, this is, you know, third person, whatever, let's switch it. Um, you know, you don't want to get up there and be like The Rock. I just want, The Rock just won the heavyweight world championship. I'd like to thank all The Rock's fans. Because The Rock is cooking something for The Rock's fans. <laughs> I don't know. That's such a great line, though. If you smell what the rock is cooking. If you smell what I'm cooking. I love the confidence. Confidence. The confidence is the most important thing in professional wrestling. Because it's fake. Right? So you've got to have like this mixture of confidence and like tangibility to you. Right? Because it's all, it's a kind of, it's a, it just kind of falls through your fingers it's like sand. You pick up professional wrestling, you're watching the match, and it's like it's like you pick up an action figure and it just turns to sand, and you're like, well, I can't play with this. Or, actually, these are not real toys that I can play with. Dang it. You know? But uh, a UFC fighter, you know, those are like, those are some real, real people. I'm not saying pro wrestlers are not real. I'm just saying there's a difference. So like, when you're performing like that, it's, it's like an actor who gets ready for a fight role 
and um, they're not that good at acting tough, but they can do all the choreography. You know what I mean? Like, anytime Justin Timberlake does a punch or something, I don't buy it. Acting's there. There's something else that's just not there for me, right? Um, that's me. Love is music, though. Isn't it funny how you, you you know when you when you cut down someone and make them look like a pussy? You gotta then build them up a little bit. But I love your music. Still, kind of a not so tough thing to commit your life to, but um, I like it. You know, it's good. It's good because my first my first claim about uh, how not tough you are to me is now going to be followed up with I really like your music. That's like the that's like the I actually just insulted JT. You know what I mean? No man wants to be told, yeah, you're just not that tough to me. You don't come off as that tough. But it happens. You know, sometimes you're just not that tough guy. And sometimes you need to know that. Sometimes you need to be told by another tough dude, because obviously I'm a tough guy. I'm the toughest. Is there any anything pink behind me? Yeah, that's right. Nothing's pink. Those, brick, those bricks are kind of pink. But, um, but you need to be told by another tough guy, hey, you're not that tough. Don't act like it. It's, it's all good. But the reason men act so tough I mean, honestly, honestly, this is it. Because women can't tell the difference. Women cannot tell the difference between a real tough guy and a fake tough guy. Except by how they act. They're only running on how they act. Like if you're walking around with your head up in the, in the you know, up in, in the air... And just kind of like the expression of, I don't give a fuck, man, come on, man. What am I doing at Gelson's, man? man? Get me out of Best Buy, these nerds, man. You got time for it. Yeah, just put the put the three big screen TVs in my Hummer, you know. <laughs> Ain't got time for this. Just look, man, take this black card, just like drop this huge, heavy black card. I think it's a really nice card. Um, obviously tough guys don't get rich that, that often. So anyways, that's, that's one thing you got going for you, JT, being a tough guy going to hold you back. It absolutely does because other guys know you're a tough guy, but they think they are. And so they're always going to test you and you got to, you got to accept those challenges because they just happen. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And then usually it's somebody that you work with who thinks that they're uh, better than you to begin with because they don't know that they're not that tough. You get into a fight, and then you're like, oh, shit. I whooped his ass. Now this is going to make everything complicated. He knows our our manager, our supervisor, and they're real tight. And so now she's not going to like me because I'm roughed him up but he asked for it 
So, uh, this is just going to suck now. You can never get in fights and like get ahead in life. It used to be not like that. You know, it used to be the exact opposite where you could actually fight people and then be like, Oh, cheerio, you beat my ass. Okay, all right. Well, you know, you have the uh, the vote of the people now. They used to believe that I was the toughest man on the block here in Cambridge, Oxford, whatever. But now that you've fisticuffed me very well, you are now the toughest man. And they would shake hands. This is all fantasy, by the way. This is not real. I don't think, I think it was actually way nicer than this. Way more uh, gentlemanly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you don't get ahead uh, being a tough guy anymore. Um, only, only fake tough guys make the cut. Only fake tough guys get ahead. Because they don't have to fight. And they skirt around the situations where they have to fight. That should be a musical. Fake tough guys, like newsboys, fake boys, <laughs> fake guys. <laughs> hey, what are you? I'm a fake guy. What does that mean? I act like the best of the guys, but I'm really not. Dun, dun, dun. I'm a fake guy. Ba, dun, ba, dun, ba. I'm a guy in disguise. Ba, dun, ba, ba, dun, ba. I'm going to end it there before I ruin this new song. But uh, I really don't know what I'm, uh, this podcast is going to be about. Today, uh, my buddy Matt and I ran the, uh, the stairs out in Santa Monica. These are like iconic stairs. They're like, you know, just death. Um, you know, I don't have my LaCroix. I said death and it made me uh, think of liquid death. Is this can of like carbonated water? It's super good. Um, it might be better than Lacroix, and Lacroix is obviously the unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Um, they have yet to reach out to me, um, but I've yet to reach out to them. So maybe when I decide to reach out to them one day, they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, we'll sponsor you." Of course, we've been waiting, but you know, I'm just you know, I got confidence, so I don't, I ain't got to do that. I let things come to me. <laughs> That's the secret. I'm magnetized, baby. Everything I want comes to me with the power of thought. So, um, with the Santa Monica stairs, straight up death. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. If you want to be in shape and save your joints, walk stairs. Yeah, just walk stairs. Don't go running that's ridiculous. You don't need to run. I'm a trainer. I'm a professional. Take my word for it. Man, my hair is... I mean, my shirt's covered in hair. Um, but uh, you don't need to run. Guys, find a set of stairs. Go up. Walk down. Go slow. Don't kill yourself. Get in shape. Like, I train people, and it's a little loose here. Um, 
and they're all, you know, everybody wants to get in shape, and that means different things to different people, um, and they want to get their cardio up, and everyone thinks that you've got to run. Look, I found that, I found, I found out that running's not the only way to do cardio when I mess my knees up and I mess my back up. I couldn't run anymore. So I did other things. Um, and well, I couldn't run on flat surfaces. I can run hills, you know, up, up an incline. And that's great cardio. I trained for a 5K only running hills. I'd run a hill that would take me about a minute and a half, a minute and a half to get up. And um, nah, yeah, yeah, minute and a half to get up. And then um, I ran that 5K and I killed it. Felt great. I could, I should have. If I were going to do it again, I would. I would work more running technique. I would. I would do some split. You know, some. Uh, I try to run at slower pace. I would. I would switch switch my paces up. I forgot what that's called. It escapes my mind right now. But, um, walking stairs, double stepping stairs, wonderful way to build your cardio because you get to recover on the way down. Then you do it again. Um, anyway, so we ran the stairs, and um, it's so it's so good. But today we ran it without headphones. All right. When I was in college, and we used to run at five a.m., our coach allowed us to wear headphones. Okay, just to get the work done. Get the work done. Doesn't matter. But the coach, the wrestling coach of the University of Minnesota apparently didn't let anybody run with headphones because he was like, you've got to, you've got to be in the suffering, you know, like the tough parts of this run, you got to be there. You got to face those things. If you got the music on, it's super easy to, uh, that was a rough hang now, to, to get out of that and just get in the song. I get that, but also for like mindless cardio, enjoy it. Enjoy it, but not today. That's not what we did. Matt's like, I'm just not going to do my, I'm not going to use my headphones. And I'm like, man, you know what, dude, just stop coming up with different ways of doing this. That's the one good thing about him. The only one good thing. (laughs) is he'll always make a game out of a workout that's the key people ask me all the time how do you stay healthy how do you keep working out how do you you stay fit you make it a game you have fun when I was hired on at the gym that I'm at they asked me because I was a coach I was a wrestling coach before and they asked me all right so what, what is your style of training or something like that? What do you value the most? Something like that. I was like, um, I value having fun. If, if my client or my, my athletes not having fun, they're not going to grow. They're not going to want to show up. They're not going to even give uh, 50%. I mean, they're not going to give 100% of, of what they are, right? You're always going to get less. Less and less and less. The less enjoyment you have. 
they could not understand that, obviously, because they're not they're not coaches. Um, so, and it's true. But my buddy Matt is like really good at it. Like he's the best I've ever met at making every situation a game and enjoying it. And you lose that. You used to have that quality as a as a kid. Everybody had that. Everybody had that quality. You made everything a game. Everything was a game. You went outside and you played in the woods. It was a game. All right, I'm looking for a new stick. Well, this stick's not that good. Oh, I like this stick, but I'm going to beat this tree with that stick. Ooh, man, that made a good indention in that tree. I wonder if I can make a bigger indention. You're playing a game. I wonder if I could do this. I wonder... You're always playing a game. You're present. You're 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 enjoying. You're enjoying the moment that you're in. And uh, so back to the stairs. He was like, "No, we're not going to use head, or I'm not going to use headphones." And I'm like, "You know what, dude? Just I won't. I won't either. We'll do it." And he's like, "All right, cool." And I'm like, "Nah, not cool. Not cool at all." Deep down inside, I actually want to rip out the part in your heart. That always wants to have fun and just be like, oh, I guess we're wearing the headphones. But that would also be fun, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyways, we did it, and it was great. We actually got to talk a little bit more during it, and man, he mentioned something, and I was like, I was aware of it, but I wasn't wasn't able to put it into words, and then he put it to words. He was like, yeah, he's like, it's interesting running without these headphones because now... You can really be conscious of your breath. And, um, you know, the breath is uh, the breath's the most important thing. It's the life source. You know, if you can control your breath, you can, you know, you can get through a lot in life. Um, but the moment you, you lose control of the breath, you know, you, you get anxious, you, you start, you know, freaking out. You start overreacting when you don't actually uh, have to. But a lot of people don't know that. That's why, and, and a lot of people don't practice it, right? So if you don't practice it, um, you're going to be less aware of it. But um, that's why, like, when I tell people to meditate, uh, I just say start start with a, a breath a breath work meditation thing. So like a, a box breathing. So like four seconds in, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold that exhale for four seconds, and then repeat. Breathe in, hold, breathe out, hold, breathe in. Just repeat that cycle. And if you do that for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20, five minutes is fine the first time, um, you're going to feel a lot more clear-headed because you can't think of anything but the counting. You can't think of anything but the counting. And 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 that's the whole point of meditation is to not think of everything else in your life. Not because you're like, hey, this doesn't matter, but you're disciplining your mind because the mind is like, is this, you remember Flubber? Remember Robin Williams? There was an original Flubber. Uh, it was like back in the 70s, maybe even 60s. Gosh, I don't even know. It could have been 
It might have been 50s. Nah, it had to have been 60s. Anyways, Robin Williams made a new flubber. Man, it's such a good movie. I forgot about him. And flubber. Oh, man, we loved we loved Robin Williams when we were kids. He's so awesome. Um, but uh, Flubber is like this uh, this little putty that uh, that he made as a scientist or whatever, and uh, it was super bouncy. And so it was like he could have a little ball of it, and if he just dropped it like this onto the table, it would go. It would just bounce everywhere. So like, think of like a ball that just had continuous momentum just bouncing everywhere in this room. That's pretty much how your mind does goes all day. No wonder we're stressed. No wonder, you know, you're anxious, you're thinking about the future, you're thinking about the past, you're not thinking about right now, you're thinking about now compared to the past and like so just br- giving your brain a break. You know, giving your mind a little bit of a break is what meditation is. It you know it's, look there's a lot of words that have connotations that you know aren't the best like meditation sounds hippy dippy hoo you know voodoo hoodoo voodoo whatever um, <clears throat> silly spirituality stuff but I mean dude look this stuff it's very simple it's very simple um, and it's helpful so I don't know why I started thinking about that or why I was talking about that but. uh Wow. Lost my train of thought. Um, but I think that's pretty good. That's 30 minutes. Solo podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even use my laptop. I have it here. Uh, screensaver's on now. Nothing else. I gotta bring, I gotta get another table. And I think I need to upgrade the mic. I think if I really want to look like I know what I'm doing, and I have I've actually got something to say. I might need another another mic. Let me get that professional mic. Get a better little arm bar here, or arm. And then I guess I'll email Lacroix. You know, I mean, I got the CEO's number on speed dial or whatever. But I mean, you know, I I mean, I'll do it when I got some time. I'm a busy man. Um, but yeah, that was a good podcast. For Solo Dolo. That was good.